2: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 30th, 2022. Don't be afraid of the doc. Dark. dark cigars that are mild, smooth, and sweet, just like they're supposed to be. And this may not be suitable for all audiences, according to YouTube just now. Right. It's Welcome true. to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest
3: continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
4: I have a question. Yes. This is the longest continually running how far do we have to go to become the longest running without this continually? I
3: could probably change the wording at any time,
4: and then I
2: would, think it's all okay. of a sudden we would be doing that now, hmm. not continually running. We are the longest podcast. It no would, one ever stopped and started again in that, did they?
3: I don't think no. so. There's been times when someone's missed an episode. We just never missed an episode. We never missed. Ah,
2: so uh, so continual- the continually, yeah,
3: continually. Uh, so this is the trifecta. We had uh, no David and Ed Sullivan. Yep. yep. Then we had no me. Yep. And now we have no Barry. No.
2: Did I miss any? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> nope. Well, you were at the trade show. You dialed yes. in for five minutes. Yeah, I never missed. <laughs> you, you absolutely have missed. I am the longest running podcaster.
1: Huh.
2: Right you missed. Continually. You
3: missed early on. You missed one. I had to do the show completely by myself with uh, where I ended up pulling Mike Havey in off the sales floor. Yes. You called in sick.
2: I had um,
3: pneumonia or some shit. Yeah. Glass some I remember it was
2: like glass in my throat is what it <laughs> felt like.
3: Yeah. That was 10 I, years ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I still don't live it down. All right. Mr. Jonathan, back from COVID. How was it this time? It was easy. <laughs> yeah. Easier?
3: I, I fasted for two and a half days, and by the end of the fast, when I started eating again, I was back to 100
4: What's the theory on that, The COVID won't have anything to eat?
3: Uh, well, and, and as luck would have it, somebody made the comment about lectins on the show, <laughs> and there are lectins in leeks that'll stop COVID from reproducing. I did not know that until it was too late. So did, oh, you didn't but eat a lot of leeks. By fasting, you starve the virus and it weakens in your immune system. So you'd,
2: you'd want to eat those lectins. You would Leak want lectins. to. Leak lectins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know you're against lectins. You'd yeah. have to eat. But I
3: would I would boil some leeks and have uh, some soup. I think be the fun. boiling
2: kills a lot of the lectins. I gotta eat them raw? raw yeah, would, I think that would be your best bet. Yeah. And... uh you realized during this time that you have the an eating disorder, <laughs> and you've stopped. I, I have dropped the. I've dropped too much weight. At too this much. Point. There walking, we go. There we go. It's a good. This is good. This is a good I'm sign. I'm walking Progress. around
3: at 175 pounds, and I weigh 172 first thing in the morning. Uh, which sleeping in front of a fan, I'm a little dehydrated at that point. So. Uh, it's too late, so fan I've started. Is
2: making him sick. I've started
3: you- lifting, uh, doing some squats. So, and I
2: heard rumor is that this Thursday coming, you're eating a hamburger. I'm not eating a bun or anything. I'll eat no. A, I'll eat the burger.
4: Well, but well, you don't get a vote anyway because you can't judge if you're not eating all components. It's a burger competition. You don't have to eat the
3: bun. It's not a bun competition. I, I think you do. I'm not eating the bun. I'm not eating the bun. And if it if it turns out Johnny's putting some sort of breadcrumbs or something in his burger, I'm not eating that either. I, I'm putting,
2: I, I you, on I you, I'm putting you on notice. I thought you're off this. I'm putting you on notice. I thought you done. No, with
3: this. I'm still not eating grains and I'm still not eating lectins.
2: Uh, Ted Hughes a- says except he, for lectin, that's a leak
3: that's t- good if, for you. If I feel like I
2: have. Uh, flu like symptoms. Ted Hughes says
4: he gets all his medical advice from Mr.
2: J. That's a problem. It's a
4: wonder he's still alive. Yes.
2: <laughs> Mr. Jonathan can barely walk right now. That's how bad this got. Uh,
4: I did squats. Uh, I thought it was something else, but no. yeah. He was sitting very tenderly on the chair earlier. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, my legs my legs yeah. are sore. All right. Let's get to it. Today we're talking about doc cigars. Don't be afraid of the doc. I have chosen for the care package two of my absolute favorite Maduro cigars. Why? Because these are not messed with Maduro cigars. They're how they're supposed to be, which is dark, mild, smooth, and sweet. We're going to... There's going to be some debate there. <clears throat> we'll get to it, but uh, let, let's uh, let's get to it and give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you uh, by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, excellence. Excellence.
4: Whiskey Miser thinks Jonathan may have had some kind of cornhole injury. Today's first cigar is
3: the Avo Classic Maduro. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by the folks at Davidoff. The size we're smoking is the 6x50 Robusto. I'm sorry, it's a 5x50 Robusto. Mm -hmm. The wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf. The binder and the fillers are both from the Dominican Republic. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, a single is 10.19 while a box of 25 is 224.99 which comes out to just 8.99 per cigar and that's a savings of almost $30 or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries them try twoguyscigars.com that's the number 2 guyscigars.com
4: you did that wrong while while is why a box of
2: why a box <laughs> Why a box of... I posted a picture of um, La Mezga Humana. Yeah. Just happened to be a box opened up. I was smoking one. I took a picture. I posted it. And I heard from so many people said, this is the best form of um, promoting the price that I've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. The price of the single was there (laughs) and the price of the box was there. Yeah. And then actually the deal on the five single cigars that exist... And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Most cigar shops, and if you're listening, you're a cigar shop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the the biggest thing ever. He's gonna, he's gonna hire you a silent salesman right now. <laughs> this thing is gonna change your life. You've, you've I promise given you. This a, out many times. I have, but but they they're, the they're ask, not listening. Assholes. Yeah people that ask, how should I do this? And then I tell them they don't do it is they're an asshole. <laughs> they ask and then they don't do it, which pisses you off. But here is the answer for those that did not ask. You put the price of the box on the box. Also, here's the single, here's the box. Guess what happens? Well,
3: I'll tell you what happens. And we have 1100 open boxes and out of the 1100, 100% of the time, Because the price is on the box, we sell one box of every single cigar, every single size in the entire store once per year. At least. Just from that. Not the salesman brought you over Mm -hmm. and said, I think you'd like this. That happens too. Just the customer walks up and goes wow, that's a savings if I buy by the box instead of getting these 15 singles. And that's
2: why we even mentioned it here and we do the math for you and we say, mm-hmm. okay, it's 10-something or it's eight ninety nine per single by the box because it's only X amount of dollars per right. box. It was just weird that that popped up and yeah. it was there and they said, oh, my God, like Brilliant. I've never seen this before. And I'm like, wow, it's, it's actually <laughs> not. It's, <laughs> it's, if you want to sell the thing, you put the price on it, right? Yeah. So that's a lot, it.
4: lot of sweetness on the cold draw, which is what
2: you get often with Medoro. Yeah, that hasn't been screwed with. Yeah, right. We had a whole show of telling you the bad things that end up happening. That's not going to be this show. The bad things. No. This is how Medoro was supposed to be. One of my favorites of all. I
3: think the cold draw has a little bit of a rhubarb, y rhubarb esque really flavor. It's like a little that rhubarb has a little bit of a musty. Components not so bitter, but mm-hmm. yeah, because rhubarb, rhubarb is just with a sugar. bitter
4: weed, it's yeah, delicious. Th-
2: th- this, is, this is raisiny <clears throat> sweetness, chewy, raisiny sweetness, maybe even more raisin brand cereal. We're gonna light our cigar today with the Blizzard by Vertigo, not that post shitty that we're talking about Kellogg's. The Blizzard by Vertigo. <laughs> Features, single action, meaning you press the
3: button down and the lid pops open. Three jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of nine ninety nine. Now, this lighter comes with a disclosure, uh, disclaimer. If you are right-handed, which David is not, however, he does light his cigar right-handed, so this is going to affect him as well. Oh, boy. When you go to pick up the lighter... You'd be inclined to, with your finger, touch and roll the wheel that adjusts the flame. And if that turns enough times, the lighter is going to appear to be broken or the flame is very weak. Very simple. Turn it. Bring it back Jonathan, how
4: many times a week do you do that for customers? (laughs) Five times a day. Yeah. (laughs) Turn the wheel. And they think he's a
2: genius. It's my arthritic hands that Mm. I have to use the lighter wheel. Whichever one's working. Yeah, but yeah. but I love the this one because it doesn't actually it's not hard to push it down. Mm-hmm. And you push down a quarter quarter of the way it pops open, then it pops up here like that and it's there. You know, so post raisin brand, um Kellogg's raisin brand. Raisin brand is um nobody has a trademark to it. That's why you see a
5: mm-hmm. lot
2: of things called raisin brand. But you would you would say that Kellogg's Raisin Bran is the good raisin bran, right? Is that the one
3: with the sugar on the raisins? Or is that post?
2: It has more raisins. Mm-hmm. Well, they have two scoops. Yes, correct. Two scoops of raisins in <laughs> Kellogg's Raisin Bran. That's right. How am I doing
3: with the, uh, the fat guy talk on the food? It's huh? all
2: right. Pretty good. <laughs> and, you, and you knew the answer to it. We I got uh, Steve,
3: by the way, Steve from Florida yes. paying us a visit. He visited us last year. He was on his way to a wedding, so he was able to stop in, say hi, and he left. This year, he's up. Uh, there's no wedding, so he's able to hang Wait out. Wait a
4: minute. He visited us and he came back. Yeah.
3: That's the amazing thing. <laughs> yeah. He's flying his colors, too. He's he got is. the Cigar
2: Authority t shirt. It's awesome. He's got a little Bruno on there. And um, here we go. He's smoking the cigars along with us. Um, so, did you smoke during COVID? Uh yeah, I
3: started smoking again. I got infected by you Thursday. <laughs> uh we don't I started know, showing we don't know symptoms you at the end of the night on Saturday. That's and when I tested positive. I seven. tested positive officially I think Wednesday. But by Wednesday, even though I was testing positive, 99% of my symptoms were gone. So, yeah, I started there was nothing to do. It's sitting in my garage. I did
2: not. Lonely. I took the week off of smoking. And I'm going to tell you, as much as I didn't enjoy not having a cigar, I thought about having a cigar, but I, my, it was mostly because of my voice. That it just wasn't clearing up. When I smoked the first cigar, it was unbelievable, and it's been unbelievable since. Cigars I, have been better than ever.
3: I had a different uh, reaction. I smoked. Um, I didn't want to waste one of my favorites, so I went with other stuff that's in my humidor, and I was probably three cigars in before cigars started tasting good. Really?
4: Well, the first one I had. There were complaints on the ash holes, because once you decided how much you love smoking again, you were doing more lip smacking. It's almost like you <laughs> really? were eating the cigar. Yeah? I was loving it so oh, yeah. much.
2: Yeah, And you guys, the week before, smoked what I thought was the best cigar of all, and the whole trade it. show, and I missed that show. Yeah. But you saved that cigar for me, and it's still in my humidor. I did. Maybe I'll have that tonight. You should. Yeah, I can, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. do
4: it off the air, and then you can Start make all the noise <laughs> as much as you right. want.
2: <laughs> right. So we're talking about Maduro cigars. What does Maduro mean? It doesn't mean dark cigars. That's what people think the, the word means. I think that is what it is thought of Mm -hmm. within the cigar world, but it actually means ripe or mature, Hmm. Maduro mature or ripe.
3: So Ed Sullivan would be the Maduro of the group because he's the most mature.
2: Like when you say Maduro Dave and you go with angry, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's mature. Maduro (laughs) Dave would be the mature (laughs) Dave. Maduro Dave is Angry Dave. No, no, no. That term, you can't change the term (laughs) after it's already been been coined. I'm telling you what's wrong. Now we're here, and at this point, you you would say Maduro Dave, and I go, oh, I'm the mature one in the group.
3: No, you came up with asshole, which is genius, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I'll give you that. But Maduro Dave stands. That's still Angry Dave.
2: Okay. So there's colors of tobacco, and this is Mm -hmm. what it comes down to, color. First and foremost. So there is AMS, American Market Selection, which is Candela. This is a sort of a light greenish color tobacco. We say that it's not a big seller. You see some in St. Patrick's Day that comes out. Every once in a while, somebody puts it out. Big in the 40s and 50s, 30s, and 50s.
3: Asylum Ogre is a mix between Maduro and... Yeah, the candela and that's a you you want to see what candela is, that's it.
2: Well the problem is Maduro is taking some of that candela taste away from it. That's but, not a problem, that's a benefit. It's a benefit, correct. <laughs> that's what I can I like do. candela once in a while. All right. There is Connecticut, which is golden and light, and Connecticut, which is really a seed and a place. Um Also ends up other way. Lots of people everywhere make Connecticut cigars, even if it's not in Connecticut.
3: There's a big, big difference between the Connecticut grown in the Connecticut River Valley and the Connecticut grown in Ecuador, and it's the one in Ecuador is a better product. Uh, The one grown in Connecticut, often you'll see, and this is one of the ways you know it's real Connecticut. You'll see greenish spots. It's kind of splotchy and a little ugly because it's been actually grown under cheesecloth. Versus Ecuador, they rely on the natural cloud cover that allows that wrapper to grow thinner and lighter without the tenting. And
2: it's a stronger plant because some sunlight does get through. yeah. And when it first came out, when Ecuador started growing shade- what appeared to be shade tobacco and calling it Connecticut, it was, oh, my God, this is not real Connecticut. You gave me this shit Ecuador <laughs> stuff. And as time went on, Ecuador, I think, got more popular than yeah. U.S.-grown Connecticut. Well, it's less money than U.S.-grown yeah. Connecticut for sure. That's yeah. the reason it became more popular. Then you have natural. And not to be confused, and I saw you saying that to somebody the other day when they were looking at um, Buffalo 10. Buffalo, Buffalo 10. 10. Yep, his Connecticut, his Natural, his Maduro. Because he said when you go off the other ones, I thought you said the Natural, and you said that is the Natural. Correct. Correct. The other one is the Connecticut. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. And Natural is Claro. It's uh, medium, sometimes reddish brown, lighter color, but not necessarily that golden. Often referred to as a Habano or a sun-grown. Yep, yep. Then there's Rosado. And it's a rose-colored Colorado Claro, which is another word that they would say it. We have EMS, which is English Market Selection, different than the AMS Candela I talked about. EMS, English Market Selection, browner, more natural. Colorado. Think in
3: terms of Padron Natural. Yes. That's EMS.
2: Colorado, which is a brownish. Now you're starting to get into the risotto also, brownish, reddish there's a, there's a hue. There's a hue. Uh, we have Maduro generally reserved for dark brown or blackish in color tobacco. Now, look at the Avo that we're smoking. This is a Maduro.
3: This is it's, if you took the wrapper off of a traditional Hershey chocolate bar. It's dark, but it's not black.
2: A Hershey milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Then you have Oscuro, the real, real dark. Medio tiempo. We talked about that, me and Ed Sullivan, the other day, right? Yeah. Um, left on the plant the longest, first off, the top leaves left on there for the longest period of time. Connecticut broadleaf, Mexican San Andreas Negro, Brazilian Montefina, Arapiriaca, um Nicaraguan Habano commonly make, can make an oscuro wrapper. Mm-hmm. Really, really dark at that point. So those are the type of colors, and we're talking about the darker colors. One's in color today, which is Maduro.
3: Now, Oscuro can be formed in uh, they're both natural ways w- without dying. Yes. You can ferment it, and, and the whole thing is bringing the polones because it's a thicker leaf. Instead of fermenting between 105 and, say, 120, they go in excess of 120, even as high as 130, on those darker leaves. Because they're thicker anyway. They're thicker, they and they can withstand that temperature without disintegrating. And that allows those sugars to come out. And the other way is you go through that process to a, a lower degree, and you can bruise the plant, which you see on uh, LFD's oscuro line. They tell you that they rub that leaf in their hands. Yes. it bruises it. And it gives it a more of a brindle color.
2: Yep, they start with a wet tobacco leaf and they roll it in their hands. You'll see them do it, and then they straighten it out on the table, wet. Again, it's wet as it does it, and they've just bruised in right. the outside wrapper of it. And later on when that cigar dries, it's going to dry darker than it did before because it got bruised.
4: Or, or the simpler way sometimes is just color sorting. Okay, here's the darkest one After the fact. The, after the And fact. this is the thing that
3: drone does. So you, there's been times when we have to put the Maduros in the natural box because they're too light and vice versa. <laughs>
2: Because that day, Be-
3: because when they finish that production, they draw a line in the sand, and the cigar that is to the right of the line is called Maduro, and the cigar that is to the left of the line is called huh. Natural. And when you get into different vintages of tobacco, for, especially for that wrapper, that line shifts back and forth. It's not, they're not sitting there right. with uh, two color swatches going, okay. This is natural. This is Maduro. They sell, apparently, equally as well across the country. So they've got to make sure that they have enough Maduro and enough yeah. natural. So
2: oh. h- half and half that day, whatever wherever that line is. It's a is.
4: challenge for refilling boxes because all Correct. of a sudden you're going to pull from a new box that's a very different color from the and, existing. And you
2: see the customer that says, you know, yeah, give me some Maduros. And, oh, we're out of Maduro. We got the natural right now. Yeah. Oh, All right, I'll take it. And then, it, then it's like opening the box to see what I got. Oh, these aren't bad. Because really, you know, where was the line drawn that, that particular day? Sometimes you get a natural darker than the Maduro yesterday.
3: Correct. Yeah. And the, the, the difference in flavor is really only noticeable when you start to get into the extremes in that 25, the lightest 25% and the darkest 25%.
2: Everything in the middle and, and part of that, I it's think, is psychological. Close. Blindfolded. Can you tell the difference between... So that might be a good show. So we blindfold us, and we all smoke the same exact size. I need like to it.
3: see my viewing public, though. Yeah. And Can I put it inside a holder so I can't see which one it is? And maybe, maybe. Like a peace pipe?
2: But here is three different color ones, Mm -hmm. I want you to put them in color order without being able to see which one, and the same exact cigar, right? I don't think we can do it. I don't think we're going to be able to tell which one's lighter and darker by the taste. Part of the problem is that we can see it. That's part of the problem.
3: You view it as an an issue.
4: We
2: we have a blind customer. I
4: wonder if he would be willing to... He, he was on the ash holes doing the blind taste test he with is, a blind man.
2: with a blind man, which was very cool. <laughs> Glenn uh, the blind guy. Yeah, and would, would Glenn be able to tell which one is darker and lighter? Mm. If anybody could, it would be him because his, he's got superpowers, right? He should be able to he, taste better than we can. Right.
4: Dave Dan Thompson says, thank goodness we... All have ladies in our factories who see colors better than That's us right.
2: to sort. It's always women in every single factory I've ever seen and every single country I've ever been to it, that it, makes cigars. Yeah. It's women. It's color a 22%
3: sorting. swing when you talk about women's ability to detect uh, colors, odors, and flavors. It's 11% on the top and bottom of all three spectrums. So men are considered colorblind when it comes to shades.
2: <laughs> so, my. Um, Wife lost her taste and smell. Um, oh boy. And all, it's your fault. Week. So I'm at home. It is his fault. And if I have gas or anything, I can just go for it because <laughs> she has no smell and taste. So are you taking advantage of it? Or? Turns out she wasn't deaf. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Huh? Well played. All right. So. Um, there are many different processes, Jonathan, when it comes to darkening the tobacco, yep. but the natural way to do it, let's not get into cooking it, dyeing it, doing it, it is wet and pressure. Heat, pressure, yes, and moisture.
3: Correct. And so, typically higher temperatures. And really, you've got bahia, which is uh, a very broad term for a strain of seeds, mostly grown in Brazil. You have broadleaf which is mostly grown in the United States. They do have some plantations that are growing in other countries. You have San Andreas Negro, which is what Padron uses as their outside wrapper. And you have Sumatra. Those are the ones that can uh, can withstand the additional heat And there's some hybridizing that goes on. I don't want someone. Yeah,
2: and the heat is naturally formed heat. It's not added heat to it. It's a compost pile. It's a compost pile. So wet tobacco leaves on top of each other. The weight of it that's there, they put a top over it, and it starts warming up and heating like compost does. And they're going to measure that heat until it gets to a certain point. Then they're going to put the top on the bottom, the bottom on the top, inside, outside, outside, inside, and start the pile again and begin this heat. Process.
3: So, an interesting thing that I learned, uh, I, Edgar Dakamanji is a uh, wealth of knowledge. Sure. And he has all of these old articles, and he sent me one. Yeah, he's just a
2: cigar rep. You don't mm-hmm. see him often uh, on a show or anything like right. that. But he, he we knows should his have stuff.
3: him on the show because he knows his stuff. He sure does. Um, but there was a conversation that uh, Christian Aroa was having about Maduro specifically, and he was talking about how. Medio Tempo, the the Corona Leaves, they wouldn't use them because they would, if it was quality wrapper, they wouldn't use them because they would be too dark. The sugars And And thick. And thick. So the sugar's in there, so they would put them off to the side and then once in a while come out with a limited run of Maduro, in quotes. Yes. And this is the start of the myth of why are Maduro cigars stronger. In that time, we're talking in the... The it mid to late nineties, this tobacco as they're cultivating corojo, they, they actually are stronger. They're the highest, the highest part of the plant
2: left on the plant the longest period of time, getting all the sun left on the plant the longest. They're the smaller, smaller they're more concentrated. Yeah, absolutely.
3: But it, you end up with you would end up with much smaller cigars because you couldn't make a Churchill out of a medio tempo.
2: Yeah, and this is a typically a product like that is used as a filler leaf. Yeah. And it's placed in the center because it's going to burn slower. And if you ended up using that on the outside of the of the cigar as a wrapper...
3: You'd have to the, use a real thin binder to get that
2: to combust. Yeah, most likely, that's the cigar you're going to smoke that the inside burns and mm-hmm. the outside's burning slower. And, and you're getting this um, tunnel yeah. within the cigar. So, so that doesn't work out. These are leaves that you typically use a quarter leaf of, mm-hmm. a piece of that product. And um, not as a wrapper version of that when, you, when you're talking that Corona leaf type of thing. But like you said, the um, different tobaccos that are used that that are thicker leaf, like a broadleaf tobacco is thicker and you go through this process longer and darken. And you try to take a Connecticut shade and try to make a Connecticut shade Maduro, it'll disintegrate.
3: Yeah, you couldn't do it. And with, with broadleaf specifically too, and we learned this when we went down to Connecticut, those in the Connecticut River Valley, those are typically stock cut, meaning yes, just cut the, the, whole, the stuff. whole plant is harvested and hung upside down in the curing barn. Now, those leaves will continue to draw I believe nutrients. they all are.
2: So I know there's some companies that call certain ones of their tobacco, this is stock cut. But I believe, and somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, it's all stock cut. All Connecticut broadleaf tobacco.
3: At, at the very least, at the time yeah. that Steve Sacka released his article, they they were. Yeah. But the the leaf continues to draw nutrients off that stem and continues to mature even though the plant is essentially dead. Uh, the leaves continue to draw that moisture out of that stem through the stem yeah. and stock. But they're not. It's not the same with broadleaf as it is with other ones where they're primed, meaning you take one layer and then the next layer, the plant gets shocked, the next layer gets thicker yes. and stronger, and then they take that, and then the next layer's thicker and stronger. When you stock cut it, you're basically stopping the entire plant. At the at whatever point. whatever level it's at, for strength-wise, thickness, everything, it stops at that point. Yeah. And other than continuing to draw nutrients from the stem, it's done.
2: All right, so we are smoking a Dominican cigar. Uh, it's Avo. You know Avo brand as a um, Dominican I would say mild to medium strength type cigar. Here is the Maduro version, and I think what I have here is a mild to medium cigar with more sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Some cherry sweetness, some raisiny sweetness, uh, just adding natural sweetness, not a um, cap of the cigar nope. with sweetener on yeah, it. Or maybe anything, a but little
3: milk chocolate
2: in there. Very, very This is what I think, what I remember Maduro being Mm. when Maduro was all that. Um, Having Henry Clay back in the day um, used to be an ugly uh, wrapper cigar, and that was because Broadleaf was ugly, is ugly. Delicious, though. Delicious, because of that sweetness that would happen, that natural sweetness. So it's a shame that most cigars that are made – Maduro cigars are made with lots of high-priming fillers within it because the American consumer believes Maduro is stronger. And because the American consumer believes Maduro is stronger, when they buy a a, a Maduro cigar and they get an Avo Maduro, for instance, and they smoke it, they're unhappy because it's not strong, and that's what they expected. Or if somebody wants a mild sweet cigar, like this Avo Maduro, they look at it and say, I'm not getting that, because it's too too strong. strong. It's not. It's perfect. But you have never tried that before, and now, because it's part of the care package, you're at least trying it now and seeing what a real Maduro is. And we're going to get into Two different Maduro, my two favorite Maduros, and you know I like lighter cigars, but lots of flavor, lots of sweetness. The
3: thing the thing about this Avo Maduro is, and we've talked about it before, I don't care for Connecticut shade tobacco. It's a little on the bitter side for me. There's absolutely no bitterness here. No. It's sweet. You've got a, a really, really solid combustion line, and one thing that I look for, and people have asked me on Miwi you know what what are the telltale signs that a cigar has been tainted in some way and one of them is blue smoke mm. this is a white smoke coming off of here so whatever that wrapper is whether uh, you never know is it broadly is it really broadleaf can they get broadleaf who knows it's yeah, uh, know certainly it's... ugly enough to be broadleaf but uh, there is no blue smoke and then at the combustion line if typically there is something else burning on the wrapper you would see a blister there's no blister. Yeah. It's bubbling
2: just, and rolling over. It's mm. just... And the, the wrapper
3: would look like it wants to combust. And if you got a flame near there, that blue smoke would combust. Yes.
4: And, uh, other times you'll see a little discoloration of the wrapper right at the burn yes. line. Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll see
2: the color change. The color yes. it's all, yeah. all, like as it's it burned wick- away the color, as right? As it's yeah. wicking itself yes. into the into the but, ember. But look how perfect that is. And you'll see, see that in the next cigar, too. Of, that's how... The a Maduro should be made. Absolutely. Now, if you want a stronger one, nothing wrong that they could have put stronger tobacco in. But as far as the outside of the cigar, this is how the cigar should be made. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of I'm tasting that sweetness because you didn't overpower with spiciness inside. Mm -hmm. And there's a magic number here of sweet and spicy. If if it gets too spicy, you never get to the sweetness Mm -hmm. of it. So I think you're getting... um, you know, more sweetness than anything else when it comes to this uh, particular cigar, the Avo Maduro. That being said, let's take a break. And when we come back, why are most Maduro cigars strong? We talked a little about that. We'll get a little more into that. We are live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
4: Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by JC Newman at Select Retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at JC Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com.
2: I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off. I was surprised. Christophe cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christophe is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder Indonesian, and the filler Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christophe cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed-off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned, sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride.
5: Since 1964, Padrón cigars have had the same mission with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars Handcrafted since 1964.
6: This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company.
0: You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
6: We are
2: back, and we're smoking Ava Maduro, learning about Maduros, what they are all about. Uh, but first, let me tell you, we have five tickets left for this Thursday night, August 4th, at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, at 6 p.m., the Camacho. Bold burger, burger Battle, and it's between the Cigar Authority and Pit Life Barbecue, Mr. Jonathan representing, don't screw us up here, representing the Cigar Authority with the best burger going against a Pit Life Barbecue pro.
3: Yeah, he's a pit master. Uh, Johnny Mags. It's not It's not skewed or anything. But you said you got it, right? The guy is a professional meat cooker.
2: Yes. but you're, I've never
3: won... A meatball competition. No, you
2: haven't. I've never come in
3: second place.
2: I've Uh, never come in... I've come in third. I think you will come in first place if you make that... What do you call that burger? The White Castle. White Castle burger. And it sounds terrible. it's It's a resemblance of the White Castle. It's much thicker. The bread is better. The whole thing is... I had it. I thought it was unbelievable sensation. But Ed Sullivan brings up a good point. That every time you make something that's sensational... How is the second time you make it? It's not as good.
4: I've made it 30 times. They're always good. And he changes it. And he changes it.
2: He's going to improve it, but it never does. Don't improve it. And you will not even eat your own burger.
4: I'll have a burger.
3: I'm not eating the bun. Huh. I recommend you do the same. No.
2: I'm eating it all
4: like a man. That means the meat is unadulterated. It's pure beef.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. The way beef is supposed to No be.
4: fillers. No fillers.
2: All
3: right. It's not poor people food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have five tickets left. If somebody wants to get a ticket, it's burger versus burger. You're going to get three Camacho cigars. You're going to get a sample of both burgers. You're going to get a sample of coconut cartel barbecue sauce, if you choose to put it on your burger or not. You're getting chocolate-covered bacon. I'm out. Really? I'm not eating chocolate. I thought you were okay with high... high- Cocoa chocolate or something like that, like ninety yeah, eight percent. Yeah, I'm so. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's
3: not the ninety two percent that I get. Ninety
2: two. Coconut cartel rum pairing. Uh, no, no, I'm out. You get one vote, you get none, and you get a raffle ticket to win the M sixteen grill. So somebody there is going to win that M sixteen grill that we have all assembled downstairs. Yep. Beautiful. You can oh, see it awesome. behind the steps. Wow. Um, the ticket price is only twenty nine ninety nine. Warren Brooks wants to know if that includes airfare. It does not include airfare or hotel. (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) You got to get yourself here and get yourself
2: home. Yeah. He has, he just chooses to live too far away. Yeah. So, hey, that's everybody's choice where they choose to live. Um, As much as it sounds good living here, winter's coming, and then you'll say, I'm glad I don't live there. I know our visitors are going to trail off soon. Yes. So why are most Maduro cigars strong? I got a little into that. This this is interesting.
3: And and speaking to Christian had done an interview in two thousand four in Cigar Aficionado, and two thousand four two thousand four he stated that Maduro is the Spanish adjective meaning ripe. Uh, and in the cigar business, a Maduro used to be only made from the highest leaves on the tobacco plant because they spend the most time on the plant. These leaves become riper than any other. Maduro cigars used to be known as the cigars made from the Corona leaf then the market changed and now Maduro simply means dark. Now this is this goes to the show that I did where I did all that reading. Um, <laughs> limited editions. So the Maduro was the limited run and they would charge more for it because the tobacco was more rare because you only have at most three leaves, three Corona leaves, at most, you're going to get six cigars. Therefore, this is more expensive.
2: Did you did you see that with Byron? Remember, Byron came out with a dark version all yeah. of a sudden. Mm. And they didn't charge any more, but it was a very, very limited thing. Not Nothing was said. It was the same exact size and price of the same exact product, and it wasn't called the Maduro version. It was just a dark version.
3: Right. So the, that's the thing that – like one of the things I discovered in Steve's article and in reading the article with Christian here – is the limited edition game that these manufacturers are playing. They're serving us leftovers, and they're (laughs) charging us more money for it. That's one way to say it, but... That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, we have these leaves that we can't use on our regular product. They can't be used. They're too dark. Let's put them over here. All right, now let's charge a premium because that's limited... Tobacco.
2: Yeah. Then they started saying, okay, now we have to start. The cigar boom happens. They say, we have to stop making these things. Correct. It takes too damn long, and you don't get enough of it, so they figured out lots of ways to create the cigar. But it does create the color, but it changes the taste. Mm -hmm. This is the taste you want. Take, take away the inside guts of it if you don't like a cigar this mild. Take that away. But if you can, just as you're tasting this, taste this outside wrapper of what it is, this is what you want. And I, think, I, and I say you don't want fuller body tobacco in it because it'll overcook. Over- right. Same with Cameroon. If you put too much fuller body tobacco in a Cameroon, you taste that Cameroon taste. I'll go even a step further to go to your Corojo that you love, the Aladino Corojo Reserve. It's too damn full-bodied. But it's only in the Robusto. And the Robusto is the one that
3: uses the Corona leaves as filler, not as wrapper. And that's the one for me.
2: The Toro's fine. It's just too mild. It's a regular version, and it's even less money. You taste that outside wrapper so much so.
3: But in the case of the Corona Reserve Robusto, I want the taste of the filler. And specifically, I want to look in the foot and see that it has a swirl on it
2: that's even darker. I see you do that. I see you do that.
4: So, Jonathan, they're doing these limited editions, and they're they're strong because they're using the Corona leaves. Yes. Then they decide, okay, we need to make more Maduro. Well, is, that, it, is that why they went with stronger fillers? They, they had fillers. to, but it goes, it goes even a step
3: further because with a limited edition, now you have the fear of missing out from the people that didn't buy, mm-hmm. and you have the collectability of that cigar because you certainly you spent too much money on it, so you're not lighting them on fire right away. So they end up sitting around, and then you start seeing them show up. Oh, look at what I have. Look at mm-hmm. what I have. And it creates this kind of bull market for... Not only limited editions, but also for stronger cigars, because when you finally do smoke it and it's been aged and it kind of mellows out a bit, right. they're delicious. So, this
4: is where the association
2: with Maduro is a stronger cigar. This is what started. I think. This is yeah. what I think. So, one word answer, four questions. Are darker cigars stronger?
3: 75% of the time. Most of the time. Yes.
2: It's not because they are stronger. It's, it's because they choose choice, to make them that. Yeah. Now,
3: think about in, in your cigar, Garofalo, the Maduro is... Milder. Half the strength yes. of the Connecticut. I don't know about
2: that, but okay. Half. On it's on the La Familia. On the La Familia. Right. The other on one, the other, version, the other way. Correct. The, because I chose to end up wanting it that way. I want the Maduro. I love Maduro, mm-hmm. but I don't love lots of Maduro cigars. Most of them I don't love. I don't like. They're just too strong. But take, take the strength out of it, and it's fantastic. Are darker cigars sweeter? 25% of the time. Again, mostly not. Yet it is, Maduro is a sweeter component, but it's been overdone. Are darker cigars better? Yes. Because you don't like Connecticut anymore. Correct. And, and you'll go through, it's happening before. You've go through liked phases. them yeah, and yeah. you don't go like their them their and phases. everything. Uh, Ed Sullivan amazes me that you go to- I smoke quite a bit of Connecticut. Really. Yeah. You, you, go, smoke,
4: you, go, you, smoke, you smoke Lagiana Angelic sometimes.
2: Sometimes
3: like, I do. What the hell yeah. is wrong with you? Uh,
4: that's a good one to just sort of reset the palate
2: and- yeah. To go from a Cro-Magnon to a, <laughs> a legion angelic, like yeah. you, you, he goes from being able to f- like feel his fillings right. to uh, I don't know how he's tasting that. So, do darker cigars have more nicotine? Seventy-five percent of the time, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> mostly, not in the case here. Guaranteed, right. not in the case here. This is if this was a three. The darkness of Maduro wrap does not equate to the strength of the smoke. Some smokers believe that all Maduro's have more pungent flavor and higher nicotine content, but that's a myth. Unless it's right. gone through some. All right. This
3: food. is now. This is the interesting thing. So, in the case of Christian, and this is something that I've noticed with Corojo specifically, when I open up a box, and I and I do this sometimes, I open up a box of Corojo Reserves, and it is dark as hell. I close the box. I get out my credit card, I buy it. <laughs> That's it. That's the one I want. Hmm. That's I'm taking those home. You
2: opened them in a refill the box. Correct. But you said, nope. Uh, <laughs> not putting those out for singles.
3: And we'll put the lighter ones out for now. The In the case of Corojo, when it ferments darker, it becomes more aggressive and more spicy, more full flavored. Not necessarily stronger nicotine, yes. but it is fuller flavored, more spice and more aggressive. That's, that is something that I look for because I'm going to age them for a couple of years. So those, I just know now those cigars are going to perform better with uh, extended aging. But that, that practice of putting those darker cigars out once in a while with Corojo is making the cigar seem stronger. Because cigar smokers aren't necessarily evaluating how much nicotine they're getting out of a cigar. Right. What, what's the flavor component? This is sweet. If you want a sweet cigar, you go Avo Maduro or Lagiana Maduro. If you wanted something that has more aggression and you wanted a darker you go get that Aladino Coroja Reserve. The ones that are darker, you're going to have to aggression. They don't, make, they
2: don't make a Maduro. They don't make a Maduro. Until they end up having mm-hmm. enough of the real dark ones they put aside and then make a limited release and charge more. Piss right. you off. Right.
4: <laughs> Jonathan, we, we've got one for you to handle here. Mike D. Papino says, two guys' website says, Garofalo La Familia Medoro has more body than the Connecticut version, question mark, question mark. And I think that comes down to body versus strength. All right. If th- there's a bunch of different
3: ways to look at body, I find the Connecticut to be way peppery. Mm-hmm. So, if you're looking at mouthfeel, you know what's the what's the sensation happening on your palate? More sensation on the Connecticut, and then less, but more sweetness on the Maduro.
5: Yeah,
2: remember, I find- remember it- we did the? I think we did it during the 12th anniversary. We smoked Garafilo mm-hmm. La Familia, natural, sun-grown in Maduro at the same time. And then evaluating it, and it was the first time I ever did all three of them smoking at the same time. And I thought it went, in, in far as strength went, the complete opposite of what you would think. Maduro, sun-grown, Connecticut. It's absolutely that. It is absolutely that. The opposite of what you would think. And, and I think, think some of that boils down
3: to, okay, you've got this thick, dark, sweet outside leaf. How are you going to get that to burn? Well, you're going to have to use lower-priming tobacco on the inside, because otherwise you're going to have yes. a situation where the outside just isn't, isn't able to keep up. As So the combustion factor of the lower priming tobaccos are going to aid. The, and the binder. Of course. The yeah. Binder. yeah. And then in the case of the Connecticut, you can rely on the combustibility of that thin outside wrapper to help combust thicker, higher priming tobaccos inside. I think that's what's happening. I haven't had a chance to ask
2: Nick yeah. yet. Very, very interesting.
4: Bingo, McTavish says this cigar is starting to taste like marshmallow. Yeah,
2: chocolatey. It's that sweet. Chocolatey Maybe. marshmallow? Yeah, yeah, dipped in a little milk chocolate. Right now, it's time for the poll question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And
3: each week, you can head on over to thecigarauthority.com and cast your vote. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. This week, Barry asked, if you were forced to remove one female singer from existence, who would it be? What's our options? We have Whitney Houston, Madonna, Tina Turner, Stevie Nicks, and Cher.
2: Stevie Nicks? Really? No way. Don't like that. I completely disagree with that. Cher, yeah, I don't like her. (laughs) Whitney Houston is already gone. So if you yeah, but her that. body of
3: work still exists.
2: Uh-huh. Madonna. You not didn't. You're not her. a. Yeah,
3: you do no Madonna weekends. I would,
2: as a jockey, I would do the no Madonna weekend because <laughs> I disliked her. <laughs> so I mean, the both, answer, per, both personally and musically.
3: The answer is share, but um, then it's, that's the one that got the most votes. Forty percent right. right. of the vote at share.
2: And how bad was Madonna off of that?
3: Uh, Madonna comes in second place with twenty-seven. All right, perfect. Um, The bottom of the list is Stevie Nicks Right, she's the best Don't like her Really? Is it
2: just personally or you just don't care for her voice?
3: Yeah Leather and
2: lace? Great fucking song Yeah, yeah, that little raspy voice type of thing It sounds a little like my voice Ed Sullivan,
3: give me your leather and take from me my lace Listen,
4: after Peter Green left the band they ceased to exist for me. She,
2: she went off on her own, and she had hits herself. And I still hated her. Yeah, I like her. I like that. I don't even know who Peter Green is, and you stopped listening to a band and a person because he wasn't associated anymore. Correct. That's weird. That's we we like the best on there.
4: Oh, I did like that song by the Rodders. I played that for you last yes. week. It's yes. It's a very good song.
3: And that has a feature from Peter Green?
4: No, it's a song called Sit on My Face, Stevie Nicks.
3: Uh, I'm familiar with Sit on My Face and Tell Me That You Love Me which is um, Monty Python you would like it's as you might
2: imagine punk rock song
3: I wouldn't imagine that. No. You're the last person I would expect <laughs> to listen to punk he rock. He listens
2: to all genres, including Cher. He listens to her whole catalog. He celebrates yeah. her entire yeah. catalog. <laughs> he does.
4: Or what was she? Cherokee woman or Cherokee tribe? You remember? Cherokee tribe. Yeah. So
2: far to live,
4: so far <laughs> to die.
2: Cher. i pick her last, though. Um, Okay, next week coming up on the Cigar Authority, we are smoking cigars backwards and frontwards, never done before, smoking the same cigar frontwards and backwards at the same time, and it's a torpedo. And those in the care package want to play along with us and do the same thing, they can do it. We'll see how it goes. We haven't even tested this thing. It'll be the first time. Will it totally unravel and not work? Will it build up in strength? One build up in strength, one drop off? It's going to be a complete scientific test. Uh, And I believe we're getting the whole band back together for that. I'll be here. All right. Um, Mitchell
4: Sands says he would remove Beyonce, even though she's not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) She has an (laughs) If you haven't heard Love on Top, her key changes at the
3: end of that song just... If that doesn't put her in diva status, I don't know what does.
2: Um, Do you get sick from smoking dark cigars? No. I don't. Have you ever got sick from smoking a cigar? Not Not, to the degree you have.
4: Not a vomiting type of sickness.
2: I've been like, I should slow down a little. But it's typically a darker cigar Hmm. when that feeling happens. It's either... It's um, high priming Dominican, high priming Dominican, absolutely. <laughs> that makes Dominican us poop. Dominican La Hero. It could come out either way.
3: Mostly, it comes out number two.
2: Yeah, and Docker cigars. That I think of the few times that that this has happened to me, of get, or, or getting that nauseous feeling, that sickness, and having to have some sugar to make that feeling go away. The cigar get, in my hand at that moment is usually a very dark cigar. I get
3: a little heaviness in the chest, and it just tells me you're smoking too fast. Hmm. And just slow it down.
2: How good. about you, you ever get the caffeine thing from drinking too much coffee, and then you get it? Is it dark They'll, coffee at that time also? No.
3: I no? drink a, at least a pot of coffee a day. I don't get the shakes anymore. Yeah, all right. And during COVID, I went three days without even drinking coffee.
2: Really? Mm. Just all right. Nothing. That's good. All right. So your final thoughts here on Avo Maduro? I'll tell you, for me, one of the best ever made. It's very one of the best Maduro's ever it, made. It's very good. I do
3: wish that it was a little stronger. It's. Uh, I'm putting it at a three. If, if it was at a five, I think it would be perfect. But. Uh, I got no complaints. The draw effortless. The burn is impeccable. The flavors are there.
2: If you took it, because it's, it's probably a four, but You're saying three, you'd like it at a five, two different, two more notches. Two more notches may take away from the flavor Mm -hmm. of the Maduro and and miss it. Two notches. Maybe one notch up you could get away with it if they want to play. Don't play with it. I think you got a a perfect product here. Come out with a limited edition. Charge $30 (laughs) for it. I I bet you it's not one of their top sellers at all because Mm -hmm. people are going to stay away from it. Because they think it's stronger than it is, and it's not. It's absolutely delicious. And I urge those listening who like a mild cigar, go to your favorite brick and mortar, pick up an Avo Maduro, and try it. You're going to be blown away. It's one of the best there is. Ed Sullivan,
4: it's delightful very delicious cigar i'm with it's it, in my regular rotation for the record your your question
3: was supposed to be do you get sick of dark cigars not do you get sick from dark okay, cigars but do
2: do you get sick of dark cigars no you get sick of light cigars right
3: that's that's typically the thing that comes and goes in my smoking <laughs> is the lighter stuff i i enjoy i enjoy naturally darker preferably sun grown so i don't I don't smoke the Garofalo Maduro, for example, because it's too mild for me. I prefer the sun-grown version.
6: Hmm.
4: I don't get sick of them just because I rotate naturally anyway. anyway,
2: anyway. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, some of our favorite Maduro cigars, including the Cigar Authority's favorite. Over a year ago, we had an episode where we ended up coming up with our favorite. We're going to not only talk about that, we're going to light it up. Uh, Does it still stand? We'll see. We are live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just 29 dollars and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime for just $5 more to get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find
3: the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
5: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke
6: increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
0: You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. or better yet, passionato. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com.
3: Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3-Pete. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched. 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary
7: Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
5: Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar
6: Authority
2: and we are back. This is a no Barry weekend, and we're smoking dark cigars. And if you like me, you like mild, smooth cigars, and we got plenty of them, and they can be Maduro's. Smooth. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, hour number two. About ready to light up our second cigar, and this is a Churchill. It is a Maduro. What do we have, Mr. Jonathan?
3: Today's second cigar is the La Giana Havana Maduro. It's manufactured in Honduras for United Cigars. The size we're about to light up is a 7x48 Churchill. The wrapper, binder, and filler are all listed as Honduran. That's correct. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single is $8.99. A box of 20 is $152.99, which comes out to seven sixty-four dollars per cigar, or a savings of $27 or 15% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number 2 guyscigars.com. You
2: save like a buck and a half a box and in, in 20 so you're going to buy 10, you might as well buy 20. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. And that's what you retailers have to do. Explain that the savings to your customer. Um It is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this was the cigar, the best Maduro cigar According to all of us, when it came down to it, we had a criteria to try to do a mathematical equation to come up with it, and it ended up coming out. And- so,
3: in, in the mail order department, and I, and I worked in there for a couple of years, Yeah, uh, we get never-before-used cardboard boxes. Yeah. Now, these are, the, are high-quality cardboard boxes that we ship stuff out to our customers with. Mm-hmm. Have you ever picked up one of those and just
2: yeah, <sighs> done yeah, a cold yeah.
3: drawer on the corner? It has a little sweet... But it, there's a cardboard essence that's there. That's what I'm getting on the cold
2: draw. Virgin, sweet cardboard, corrugated cardboard is what you're getting now. Corrugated, not just a regular sheet of cardboard, but corrugated. Right, it's got to have the air in between.
4: But Dave, what do you think you'll get when you light that cigar? Raisin toast.
6: Raisin.
2: It's
3: 100% the only reason we're smoking the cigar
2: in the show. <laughs> this is, is the so cigar. so he can play the drop. This is the cigar. It started the shot in the whole Raisin toast thing. The two of you are in cahoots with each other.
3: <laughs> Let's light it up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Blizzard by Vertigo featuring single action, three jets, something I didn't mention in the first hour, double wall protection, easy adjustment at the bottom, and the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low price of nine ninety nine, that is the Blizzard by Vertigo.
2: I'm, I'm not allowed to say that the first cigar and the second cigar are made by the same people. Right. Because it was some sort of legality thing. So I won't. So don't say it. I won't. No. I don't know why that is. I, I say it with pride, and it could be too much of a bargain for what maybe, it is. Whatever reason it is, so I can't and I won't. <laughs> um, they force me to, to go to these type of things, but um, voted the cigar authority's top mador of all time. The question is, does it still hold? We'll see as it goes on. Raisin toast, even butter on the toast, just like you'd order raisin toast at the restaurant. Except you, you would never order that, but if you did yeah. um here's the raisin toast and there's butter on it and everything, and take a bite of that. Now take a take a taste of the cigar. And raisins and butter
3: combined, there is there's a little tang that happens from the milk solids in the butter that is also present in the raisin. Now everybody thinks of raisins as just sweet, but if you really think about it, there's a little bit of a tang that happens in both things, and when they combine together, that's where you have in the dough Maduro. from the
2: toast. In the dough, we're not over talking overcooked toast. No, regular toast, toasted raisin toast, lightly browned, maybe even a cinnamon swirl. That could be in, in raisin toast. And now you're just talking crazy. No, I'm <laughs> talking. It, it. We had come originally way back when this happened in 2012 of saying the raisin toast thing. It, it's exactly that.
3: I believe it was Gentleman Chuck Morrison that first said
4: Raisin Toast. It mm. well could be. Wow, oh. He was a gentleman. Well, he probably still is a gentleman. He, I'm sure. I'm sure. A gentleman's a gentleman.
3: He never responds to my texts. Really? I eh. text him every once in a while, see how he's doing. Yeah.
2: Never responds.
4: I don't think I he ever liked
2: you. Birthday, doesn't respond. No. Really? Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. I haven't talked to him in the longest time. Yeah. He was here for the tenth anniversary. It might have been the last time, huh? Two and a half years ago, all through the COVID thing, haven't heard. Think we
4: got to put Private Eye Barry on the case? Yeah, let's
2: do that. Let's do that because he was a Private Eye. Yeah,
4: I know. I heard it on another podcast. Yeah, I
2: heard it too. I heard a lot of stories on the other (laughs) podcast, but uh, we'll see how it is. Uh, Some of your favorite Maduro cigars, you guys mostly, because you know where I stand with smoking both of my favorites. Favorite Maduro cigars? Uh, I am a huge fan
3: of the Padron 1964 Toro Maduro, which is weird because it's really a Robusto size. <laughs> I don't know why they call it a Toro, but it's the TAA
2: Toro uh, from Padron. Is it five and a half, I believe? Maybe five and a <coughs> quarter at yeah. most. okay. But yeah, uh, that's. I remember loving the Padron years ago. Um Padrone sixty four. Then when the twenty six came out, I got turned a little off of Padron because it became too strong.
3: Those are strong. Go,
2: it's go back to a regular Padron sixty four every once in a while, but I still find it little little too heavy for me, but certainly a huge seller. Get
3: your drinks ready, folks. Um, Perdomo's tenth anniversary Maduro. We yeah. got the tenth anniversary Maduro and the tenth anniversary Sungrown. In the same batch yeah, of came blind same time. cigars, and I was smoking the Sun Grown all the time, and I was overlooking the Maduro, and I gave the Maduro two points higher in the rating. Blind. Yeah. One, The Sun Grown got a 90, and the, the Maduro got a 92.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know I like the Neanderthal. Whew, now, man, that's wrong. if we go back in history, though, the Maduro I've smoked the most of would be uh, La Gloria Cubana. Back in the day, that yeah. was it. I smoked a lot of those, and you probably remember the uh, Hoyo de Monterey Rothschild. Yes, I smoked. You Which know, was the
2: same as the Punch Rothschild. So it's the same.
4: I bought them interchangeably.
2: Okay, you were smart enough to know. It's I mean,
4: a- I went through hundreds of boxes of fifty of those. Yeah, because what were they? About eighty bucks or something for, for a box, box of fifty? Dollar yeah, eighty-five <laughs> a single. <laughs> JFR that.
3: Lunatic. Now, this is another example. That's a little Padron
2: anniversary ish.
3: It is. So, my brother, he buys cigars, you know, he'll get three, four boxes or whatever and put them in his humidor. And he accidentally grabbed the Maduro because there was a mix up with the packaging. They had stickers for the Habano. And no sticker for the Maduro. It just didn't say anything. The Maduro was kind of being treated like the natural for a little while. Okay. They've cleaned that up. So he grabbed the Maduro thinking it was Habano and get doesn't realize till he gets home. It goes in the back of his humidor for a year. And I'm at his house, and I had forgot my humidor on my kitchen table. I'm like, I first time ever I'm showing up without a cigar. What do you yeah. got? And he goes, oh, I got this box back here. And he pulls it out, and he opens it. He goes, oh, that's right. These are Maduro. I'm like, I'll smoke it. So we both light it up.
2: Amazing. And now yeah. that's that's in my regular rotation. And how about him? Yeah, he loves it. He loved it. Loves he it. Loved it. Okay. Yeah, sometimes, you know, don't be afraid. You look at a Maduro cigar and you say, there's no way I'm going to like this. And I've been shocked yeah. sometimes um, of getting something I, I thought I was going to end up liking and loving the, it.
3: The new Aganorsa Maduro, I smoked that yesterday. Mm. And honestly, I put it off. I bounced around. I I smoked the Sigmund Freud, and I smoked the Corojo a couple of times. And I went. I've been to the, on the
2: Corojo lately. On that,
3: the West Tampa um, Cigar Company. Yeah, black. And I've white. been smoking the black on that, and then finally it, it had been sitting on the shelf for three days. And I'm like, I really should do this justice and smoke it.
4: Oh my God, it was really good. Right. Yeah. I I witnessed you smoke two of the Agonorsa. On... Of the Corojo, back-to-back. 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 You liked it so much, yep. you lit a second,
3: second one. one. Now, Bandolero, the Serie A, given what we're saying about Maduro, the Serie A is Maduro. He doesn't say it. Of what? The, the Bandolero mm-hmm. Serie A. It's you got d- Serie A, which is definitely, it's dark enough to be Maduro, for crying out loud. Then you got the T, which is kind of falls in the middle, and then you have... The uh, Series C, which is but the, the, the blends are risotto. totally
2: different, totally different. They're not just the outside wrapper color, totally different tobacco inside. So what? Okay. I like the Serie A. Okay, as one of my you, favorite Maduros. You, you go to Doc Cigars lately. Yeah. I watch you every day. That's what you do. You're, you're, you went, you went Doc, and that's it. You'll be back. Mm. that's not what they say that's what they say <laughs> it's time to ask the dawn by Don Rafael cigars it's time to ask the dawn
1: brought to you by Don Rafael cigars Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars mellow and smooth built for every man's Everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. I can't
3: believe we paid that guy to do it. Mine was better.
2: <laughs> it was not better. Premium. Way better. Smooth.
3: Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Good day, gentlemen. I'm only about a hundred cigars into my journey, but I had a first the other day. I was smoking a nice cigar purchased from twoguyscigars.com. No need to share the brand. Thank you. But it was a premium cigar, long filled. I noticed a straight, thin, unburned protrusion coming from the lit end after I had smoked the first inch or so. Protrusion. About the time the ash fell. As the burn continued, the stick grew longer and longer until it finally fell off with some ash and was at least an inch long. I assume... This was a tobacco leaf stem. The cigar tasted great. It burned great. It just had this oddity in the first half. Is this relatively common? Yeah, it's a piece of stem. And since, since he sent it, it's happened to me two times. Yeah. He sent this uh, June 14th. I've had it happen twice.
2: Yeah, it happens. I've smoked more than 100 There's cigars. thing something but- burning a little slower than the other. The next thing you know, it gets caught up. It falls off. And yep. it- I-, I saw somebody post something on MeWe or something. Do I need to touch this up? And it was freaking perfect. Mm-hmm. And the answer was, everybody right. No, no, no. I- well,
4: and you, you see that on social media, people ranting about, well, there's a stem
2: in here. It's no good. There's a stem in almost every single cigar, <laughs> particularly padrone. Mm-hmm. So Particularly. That is completely true. But also yeah. think in terms
3: of the stem coming down the center of the leaf, which they'll frog leg out of the filler. So when you look at the filler leaf, it literally looks like frog legs. And- Coming off that center stem, you have all these other stems. So when that tobacco gets folded, accordioned up, yeah, it, you know, in the proper manner, all those stems that are in there are all going to be pointing in the direction of the tip of the leaf. Yes. By the time it's all accordioned up, so yeah, you're gonna there, there's some stem in there, and and it, it does happen
2: yeah and it holds the ash on longer yeah. if the ash if you didn 't take the ash off that cigar that would have or mm-hmm. it didn 't fall off and that little piece was there, it would have held the ash longer. so a lot of times when you have a real long ash, you go, look at how good this yeah. long ash is. <laughs> if you were to peel that off real thing you 'd notice that of course there was a piece of stem or something holding that particular cigar uh, there uh, you know uh, some interesting thing I saw on social media this week, I want to talk to you about. Uh, Tony Dow, Tony Dow was Wally on Leave It to Beaver. He Remember? was dead, but then he wasn't. Correct. <laughs> Earlier this week, it was reported on social media that he died. He didn't die, and then two days later, he actually really died. Right? How friggin' bad is that? <laughs> um, but that kind of stuff happens, right? Yeah. So I want to play a little quick game with you. I got ten questions of um, alive or dead. Okay. Are they alive or dead? Uh, Lumpy Rutherford, he was on the show also. You remember Lumpy? Yeah, he's dead. He's He's dead. He's alive. And he's alive and he is dead. So Ed Sullivan will get a point there. He is dead. Oh, it's Jerry Mathers that's still alive. Oh, yeah. The Beeve. Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell, the wise guy. Mrs. Cleaver. I think he's dead. You think he's dead? Yeah. I think Beaver's the only one left. So you're both right. He is dead. Beaver, Jerry Mathers, you say alive? Oh, yeah. Jerry the Mathers is alive. Beaver is fine. Yeah, the beaver is fine. Thank God. <laughs> the Beaver is fine.
3: There's so much double entendre
2: <laughs> that would be happening if Barry was here, and we're just going to let it go. Why are you so hot on the Beaver? <laughs> um, Carol Burnett. Uh, dead. Alive. She is alive, and Sullivan will get the point there. Damn it.
3: Not damn it that she's alive, just damn it that I didn't get the
2: point. <laughs> Norm from Cheers, George went Alive. Yeah, he's alive. He is alive. Both of you get a point. How about Cliff Claven, John Ratzenberger? He might have died. I think he died. He's alive. Whoa. He should have died. No, he died. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive. No points. I hope there. he goes before Norm in any case. Adam West, he was Batman on TV. He's uh, also dead. Dead. Mayor West on Family Guy. Dead. dead. He's dead. He is dead. He's dead. Will not be down for breakfast. Um, Robin, he was uh, Burt Ward. He was Robin on Batman. I think Burt's still with us. Uh, I'm going to go dead just in case. He is with us. Damn it. So Ed Sullivan will get that point. Ed Sullivan is at seven. Mr. Jonathan's at four. There's only one question left. Two points if you I'm get a exact. Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I got exactly. one of those exact. Um, boxing promoter Don King. Alive He's alive He is alive He is alive So that's pretty good That's 8, 5 It's pretty good Not bad You know you got a couple of people That are out there That's still alive But the worst thing would be Imagine sitting at home You're watching TV And
4: they report you're dead Yeah
2: And oh my god It goes on for two days And he's fine He goes Jeez, I'm
4: still he fine He wasn't fine He was in hospice Oh really Yes I I wouldn't tell anyone Because then no one Would bother me anymore If they
2: thought I was dead Oh, he was really sick anyway. Oh, yeah.
4: He was mostly oh, dead. Oh, he was oh. on his deathbed,
2: and okay. they reported that he I died. thought he's watching TV, and then two days later, he really is dead. And he goes, well, <laughs> this kind of sucks. Um,
4: Brock Blades wants to know if Mr. J has ever won anything. No.
2: no, <laughs> no. He's, he's um living legend of dance. I am a national living legend. You won, right? Is that well, something I, you win, or you get anointed? No, you get a, uh Inducted. Inducted? like It's like the Hall of Fame? It's like the Hall of Fame. Okay.
6: I'm
3: nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. What the nothing.
2: hell is I'm that? <laughs> That's a new soundbite. You missed it last week. We started that last week. Went over big. Went over big. <laughs> um, all right. So some people uh, like Padron Maduro more than natural when we know it's only color. I want to do a show where we actually smoke... You have your facts mixed up on this. Maduro outsells natural, not the other way around. Well, whatever. The people think it's different and it's exactly the same. There's
3: people that have recently switched. So my buddy Scott that was Principe Maduro only and then has now switched over to natural and he just enjoys the spice. Because when you go to the outside extremes in Padron, you get more spice Mm. on the, the natural and you get more sweetness on the dark. And in the middle, they're pretty close. So he just enjoys when he gets a lighter box and he and they're really spicy and that's what he's looking for.
2: I, I, I don't know if that is true and I would like to do a show mm-hmm. or even if we don't do a show, we'll at least do it ourselves. It, at the very least, we could report back or a show around it of does the darkness, assuming it's the same exact wrapper, which mm-hmm. we know it is, and the, does that... Fermenting process Taking it to a darker Thing End up having a taste mm. Can you tell the difference In which one is the dark one Which is the light one It's a 50-50 shot But
4: Huh Well I, I can't do the show Blindfold You can't
2: No You cannot Alright uh, Right now it's time For the confessional And it's brought to you By All Saints Cigars It's time for The confessional <laughs> Brought to you by All Saints Cigars Featuring the All Saints St. Francis Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year All Saints Cigars
4: In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto
2: Bless me, Father, for I have sinned And how long has it been, my son? Since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? All right, who's doing it? Is it Ed Sullivan? I think it's Ed Sullivan's turn. Yeah, and
4: I had to go back quite a ways because you know what a good person I yes, am. Yes, yes. So this probably goes back to either 1977 or 78. It wow. Was right in that time. Right around friend.
3: the time I was born.
4: Yeah, and you'll remember this, Dave. you you go to church, right? Yeah. It was right around that time they introduced Saturday Mass. It was never a thing before sure. that. Sure, yeah. So at the St. Michael's Saturday Mass, and I think it was early it was either four or five o'clock I would go to that mass to buy weed in the church it, it was in the church because you know there's an entryway where the holy water is and all yes. that then another set of doors I think most churches are configured like that so the high school crowd would hang around not quite in the church but in that
2: in the church adjacent in the two rooms yeah Church adjacent, but you were supposed to be going to church. Correct, and and you did walk into the church. Yes, but you went. So you were
3: you were in the church. Once you break the plane of the first set of doors, it's official. You can say I went to church.
4: Right, and it's Saturday, so you might as well buy a dime bag of weed. And in those days, sure, it was ten dollars. I don't think
3: Ed Sullivan's the one who should be confessing this. I think the guy who sold him the weed was the one that was
2: really... Well, it takes two. It takes two to do that. You know, there's a selling of, of the... And he it doesn't work smoke. until somebody bought it. Hang on. I got to confirm something. And, Did you by the smoke
4: way, any of this weed in the church? No. I think he's fine. You know, they would burn that incest. Oh, incense. Think. That's what it was. I don't think that's... The only the person, person thing.
2: trying to sell anything in the church should be the church itself. It's like going into <laughs> a cigar shop and, make, and having a sale happen... With your product. Well, and
4: the- wasn't Jesus pissed off when people were gambling in the church?
2: Except for, I think... Um, bingo. Bingo. Oh, yeah, that's...
4: It. He gave a pass to bingo.
2: Down in the basement of the church, you could have a bingo game. Right. So,
4: I would say it was a crime, but was it a sin?
2: Yeah. No. A little grass. Huh. In I- those days, it's absolutely a crime in 1978. Crime? Not a sin. It's a sin. No. It, well, he used to, Did you... Did you partake in any of the church festivities? Did you do the name of the Father, Son, his you did head. nothing? He's shaking his head, no. A no. little water in your finger. And, and I'm not
4: sure I stayed till the end of the Mass, even. No. You no, he had all this weed he had to go <laughs> smoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's
2: right. I <laughs> that wasn't going to smoke go, it in church. Yeah. Yeah, come on. It's a matter with me. All right, so appetite. you have to give yourself the penance here.
4: Well, and you two seem split on this. Jonathan thinks it's a non
2: event. It's not the worst, but I'd say it's if you go what, one to five, one to four. Two. It's not even a one. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I've had worse. Exactly. Smoke one of each Robusto, Huge, Toro, Churchill, All Saint cigars this week. So one of each. Smoke one of one each. One of cigar. each size? Size. Okay. And Robusto, can... Toro, and Huge. Okay.
4: I mean, I got a real That's concession. the name of the size. I don't want between... the Huge, but I have to You have it. to.
2: Yeah, it's... What you get, and then you're all set. you've been exonerated at that point, at least from the church. I felt guilty about that. Good, I'll be okay now. It's out. It's out of the way. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, if you you recommend a cigar to a cigar smoker who never tried a Maduro cigar before, what one do you have them try?
3: Uh, I have a couple. I'm uh, a big fan of the results I get from La Giana Maduro, uh, Perdomo Tenth Maduro. There's also Montosa Maduro. There's Avo Maduro. Those are all very easy. Uh, and, I, and I I do my best to qualify the customer not only on what, what are they comfortable as far as spending. I don't want to recommend something that's way outside of their budget. And I also am careful to try to stay within a strength
2: profile. So So, so when somebody does do that, they come in and say... Does it happen that somebody comes in and says, I want to try a Maduro before I never had it? It happened yesterday. Okay. So they say that, and then you say, okay, let's talk about this for us. Yeah, I was four for four. They got all four. A sample If they're going to sit down and have one cigar, um, they only smoked natural before, but they may have smoked stronger natural. Oh, you know, I love the Perdomo... um, Champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Not not a mild cigar. No, medium. So do you go into a Perdomo Maduro and say, hey, the Perdomo Maduro, or do you say, yeah, no, you like a-, a stronger cigar, let, let me- Think about it in terms of how easy it is
3: to make a connection t- with a customer. You know you like Perdomo 10th Champagne. You should try the 10th Maduro because it still says 10th on it. So that's an easy transition. We're already in the Perdomo case- give this a try mm-hmm. and there's your there's your easy entrance right. into a maduro don't
4: go to the stronger perdomo maduro I did but suit. it
3: also depends on where where I'm in the store I'm not walking the length of the store <laughs> to go and get another cigar from
2: standing next to Montosa maduro what's so, wrong with that so, so depending on where you're standing is could necessarily <laughs> be what you would recommend i laid the
3: store out for this exact purpose so there's something mm. in every case that I can make a recommendation right. on.
2: But really, it matters where you, you, you're you out there doing all kinds of exercise and hurting your legs. You can barely walk It has today, nothing to do with... But no. yet walking from one side of the it room to the other, which is, nothing I don't know, to do five steps.
3: It has nothing to do with exercise. It has to do with, let's get into discussing the cigar as quickly as possible. This
2: person may have something to do. Uh. Would you ever recommend a Maduro cigar for the person's first cigar they ever smoked? Yeah, I've never had a cigar before. I want to try one. What's wrong with the Avo Maduro or nothing, the Laguiano? Nothing. Maduro? Nothing. But I remember being on the floor for years and years. I would always go to light the lightest, you which was probably a mistake. You're not. Only. You're not bothered
3: by the bitterness of Connecticut, and that's something that I'm concerned about. I don't like the bitterness. Yeah. So, and you. No matter how hard you try, you end up kind of selling out of your own experience and selling out of your own wallet to a certain degree. So I may walk somebody over to
2: something that mostly I like. Hmm. Okay. We're going to get um, to your… Uh, emails of the week which one is very interesting that you shared with me already in advance of it which is going to be interesting but uh, the question I have for you is the asylum that you're going to do today is? did you do this asylum? I did this one you did this asylum? Okay so let's take a peek into the asylum, this should be interesting from our friends at Asylum Cigars
8: It's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Linda
3: Anders had been a participant in Carterville's annual meatball cook-off for the last 12 years. Wow! (laughs) In those dozen years... The highest she had ever placed was second. And she knew, like I know, (laughs) second is just the first loser. (laughs) If only I knew her secret. When the judges went around tasting all the contestants entries, her table had the most attention. Judges were going back for second helpings and one even went back for a third. Hmm. The judge that went back for a third helping chomped down on his third meatball and a silicone orb filled with saline exploded into his mouth and the jig was up upon closer inspection of anders meatballs a discovery was made the meatballs were not meatballs in the traditional sense but human testicles she was probably arrested on site without incident
2: it where turns did she out, get
3: them it turns out she worked as a morgue assistant for the county williamson oh and God. for the 11 months leading up to the cook-off she collected the <laughs> testicles from deceased adult males she would slice them, dice them, and sew them up without attracting attention. That's not only insane and intriguing,
2: it's asylum.
4: Where are you going to source them for the contest?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where, so she's doing time, right? She's doing time. She's oh. doing time. My God, that is an insane story right it's there. Disturbing. I was the
3: only one who really could read that because I've entered meatball competitions and, and not come in Perfect. It's
2: a perfect asylum. Barry, look out! You better bring your A game because that was pretty. Uh
3: Barry did send an asylum. It was just a little weak, so I had to I had to do a little research.
2: All right, early thoughts on La Giana Medora. We're smoking the Churchill here. I want you to pay attention to the burn if you're smoking this at home and looking the same way you looked at the Avo Medora, where the ash meets the cigar itself. You can see that there's no flujiluji stuff going on mm. here. This is legit as can be. Um, this is a Honduran, unlike the Dominican version that Correct. we had on Avo. Um, it's a toothy wrapper. It has a it's not ugly raisiny, enough. sweet, buttery mm-hmm. raisin toast taste all throughout. It's not ugly enough to be uh, broadleaf. Mm. It's a it, no. It's a it's a Honduran.
3: There's bro- Honduran broadleaf. They they grow broadleaf okay, in okay. Honduras. But it's uh, the rapper itself is pretty flawless for a Maduro. Yeah, good
2: looking. He did a good job kind of money, on it. This is a top notch cigar. I don't care what you, you know, say. I only
4: have one thought, and you know what it is.
6: Raisin toast. Raisin toast. Raisin
4: toast. Can we get
2: a shorter version of it? Does that it is eat? the short version. You heard the long version at the top. Well, I, could, I could just go with.
6: Raisin
2: That would be better. Okay. Yeah,
4: it's more work, so it's not going to happen.
2: All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got a letter in the mailbox. I can't wait to be read. Uh, you got three of them, but one of them uh, in particular is important. Uh, You'll hear it when we come back because this is a no-barry weekend, and the celebration continues. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To learn
0: more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
8: Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision. With Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa which celebrates Nestor's love of big-game animals. These soft, box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live
6: yours? that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose.
7: Hey, what's up, people? This is Dave Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority.
2: And we are back. We're smoking and talking about Maduro, Doc Cigars, and the myths behind them. Uh, we're smoking La Giana, Havana, Maduro, the Churchill. Uh, an easy hour, two oh, hours. without question. Maybe two hours with this cigar will last. There, there's there's something that's
3: that's been bothering me for a couple of weeks about the emails that we, we get. People need to realize that, listen to the show, I'm the only person who gets the emails. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's only you don't one, have a
2: person that does it for you? I, I don't.
3: There's only it's, one other person that reads them, and that's Trevor, because he, when he's working on my days off, he is to go through my emails in case we get something with price changes or whatever, so he reads my emails. I, I don't keep any secrets from him, but when you write to the
2: show, just write directly to me, because that's the only person you're talking to. Because they're saying, I wonder if Jonathan will read this. Right. Or, it, it's me. I'm the one. Um, all right, um, quickly, uh, the Cigar authorities' 12th Anniversary Cigar, I, I want to begin the countdown soon of the Lanceros that are left, and I would start that at 100, but we're at 108 that are left, and we just, it's, it's frozen, frozen stiff, not, not, an, there was only 300, 100 sold the first day. Hmm. And I still haven't gone through another 100 all this time. But they're out there, and you can go to twoguyscigars.com. You, you click on, I think there's actually a box that says Cigar Authority, mm-hmm. um, on the Cigar Authority of the cigars itself, or you go to Two Guys and find the Cigar Authority. Um, the boxes are 12 Lanceros, and they're $112, which is 933 You can double up on them. It's $199, get, brings it down to 833 and gets your free shipping. That's the way to go, right? That's the way to go. That's the way to go. Or does the third one, which gives you all three color boxes, which why would you want that? I have no idea, but it's available to you. But the price goes down on top of it, so it brings it down well, to seven twenty. That's two. the reason you'd
4: want yeah. it. Price that, goes $2. $2. I, $2. I think it's fair to say there won't be another run of those cigars. It won't. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Uh,
2: I and-
3: think the problem is you didn't charge enough. If you if you charged more, because it is a limited edition, maybe
2: they would have sold faster. <laughs> if I charge more, maybe make a Maduro version of it. It was pretty dark, though. It was pretty dark. It was pretty t- dark to me. It t- is pretty dark. TJVB in the
4: chat room says, uh, "Should we do a GoFundMe to end this nonsense?" <laughs> <laughs> the GoFundMe would just be buy it. Just buy it. All just-
3: right, it's time to give away a prize. This week's prize. An email of the week is brought to you by Romeo and Julieta Cigars. The prize is a hat, a set of playing cards, a Bluetooth speaker, and it looks like lotion, but I'm told it's a lighter.
2: No, the Bluetooth Bluetooth speaker looks like a lotion. It looks like a A jar of cream. What the hell kind of lotion are you using? It puts the lotion in the basket Yeah, if it was
3: going to put lotion in the basket It's putting the lighter in the basket, I think
2: Do you know who that guy is that put the lotion in the basket? He was the um, the chief in yes. Uh, Monk Yes, <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, oh my god, it's the same guy That's Buffalo Bill Imagine that I Can't Believe You've Seen Monk. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I've I've been on that lately. I've been on that. Mm. Uh, Are they playing it on MeTV? Is that why? They they played it on (laughs) some station, and it was a 24-hour marathon that it was there, and I clicked on it. Oh, such a great show. Yeah. He does such a good job.
3: All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and James writes, a fresh of breath air. Hmm. Of breath air? That's what he writes. Okay. The No Mr. J show was an incredible show with a really good guest. The interview was spot on, and the McAuliffe representative was a breath of fresh air. Who's the president? Not having Jonathan on the show gave it a great flow. Hmm. Ed Sullivan took the role of breaking balls with Barry about his pulpit interview. Dave seemed to be more relaxed, like the man whose stepson finally moved out of the house. (laughs) <laughs> Not having any angry or ego on the show was a breath of fresh air. Hmm. Sometimes I have to shut the show off because of how Jonathan comes across. Wow! I know it won't happen, but I hope he looked at the show and saw how much more relaxed everyone was, and he tones it back some. Let others speak and realize he isn't always right. The show isn't about him, and I don't think he realizes it. Today was one of the best shows in the history of the Cigar Authority. Wow. This is not the one I thought. Uh, yeah, the other one had other stuff in it, but th- there was another one that wrote.
2: Oh, I thought for sure you were going to put that on. So th- there's been multiple ones on oh, this Oh, multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. This, is, this is James about the show, but do you want to? You're not, not even going to read that one? I don't or... know. I don't even know where the other one is. All right. But the mm-hmm. other one was interesting because what? Somebody
3: wrote in and said um, that Barry should be allowed to ask the interview questions. Of course he's allowed to ask because he had such great questions. <laughs> yes, yes. On that show. And it, he had great he did have great questions. I'll give that to you. Yeah. I wrote them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> because He did. He wrote them. <laughs> when and I and I highlighted them. For Barry, so that it'd have something to say. Because we were and, down, and we got emails of how great Barry asked questions, which was like, "You got to be kidding." We were me. down
3: to the wire on Friday. I was out of how
2: many times have you tests? got something said? You ask great questions. Never, never.
3: never. They, they <laughs> we but so we were down to the wire. So as of Friday, I wasn't going to be on the show. I didn't have a positive test yet; a yeah. uh, negative test rather. So I just said, "Here's all the stuff that I prepared for my part of the interview." And do with it whatever See, you want. See a
2: big stack of papers that you have? And then I have a big stack of papers. You're going to know Barry has his laptop, and he's, he's, he's on... He's chatting on the chat yeah, box. Was- <laughs> Listen,
3: I'm not saying that he doesn't contribute to the show. He does contribute to the show. I'm glad he's here, but those were my questions. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And that would have been a f- better email. That guy would have won. Would have won, and you didn't put him in there. So James gets it. He talks about the show and that you're... No good. A piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Just
4: Mark, Jonathan yeah. is a piece of shit is Mark
3: what that the down. first one yeah. called. Christopher writes through the contact us page of the thecigarauthority.com. What's up, guys? I heard some blenders will blend a certain line so that all of the sizes have the same taste profile, while others may blend the same line so that each flavor is different. You guys often say, I like this size better. Mm. Kind of like your Padron smoke-off, and because you guys are the Cigar Authority, maybe an episode about how certain a certain line, similarities, or differences span across the sizes. For example, smoking the same cigar in Toro, Torpedo, 60, and Corona, and comparing the smoke time, flavor, draw, burn, etc. Cheers and keep up the great work.
2: Yeah, I want to do a show on that. That's a, a actually a good recommendation of not just to do one, and we can smoke the cigar and do it during the show, but to actually talk about all different cigars and what the best cigar is in the line. And where I'm a somebody that likes a Toro or a Robusto, Cigar, not the case all the time in certain brands. The Torpedo is better in certain lines. The Churchill is better in certain lines. Even a 60 ring gauge, which I'm not crazy about, in certain lines it's the best of the bunch.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's the like best. Lagiana, for
3: example. Lagiana Torpedo is the best one in the line.
2: Thicker ring gauge. Um, I'd say the same goes for Garofalo La Familia. Yeah. The torpedo is the best. No and lie. Then you got, I, I, I can't I'll say many, to. many that have to best torpedoes. You
3: got HVC. That's the, the only 60, 60 I smoke. The 60 ring gauge on that is, you want to talk about strong. Yeah. They didn't bull, use bullshit filler to beef that thing up. <laughs> no. They used
2: all the harrow. <laughs> yeah. That is strong. Yes. So, it, and it, I, I think blenders. Over the, over the years, try to emulate each size. They have a certain blending size that they can go with, which, by the way, used to be the Corona. I don't know if that changed over the years. Corona's not even a seller. And they, and I've, heard, make it so- I've
3: heard it's Toro <clears throat> now, but that's it makes sense a couple to of be. different.
2: And then spawn off from that and try to make them all alike. Then there's been some, like um, the Kellner family, mm-hmm. um, that they're – um, smoking jacket, for instance, every okay. single size was, was a totally different blend from each other. Very confusing when that happens. And a mistake
3: was- because if you, if you like the flavor of the Corona Gorda, but you're a Robusto smoker, you are stuck smoking a size you don't care for mm. because the Robusto
4: tastes completely yes. different. It's well, usually a mistake. See, so if you start with the Corona... As your base blend, it's a lot easier to go up in size and remain consistent with that blend. If you're starting at a Toro, much harder to go down sure. and ah, stay consistent.
2: Uh, and that's probably why they always went with Corona. Yeah. But if they're not even making a Corona, why then would you do why that? why bother? You
4: go with what's the most popular, yeah.
2: I would think. Okay, so that's Christopher. Good one. Uh, let's see the one to beat. <laughs>
4: All
3: right. We haven't heard from Scooter in a while. All right. Scooter writes Do you like sports? Yes Then Dear athletic supporters Especially Mr. Jonathan With the annual smell of pigskin Cut grass and jockstraps in the air My football creative juices are flowing So how about I pitch you all a Hail Mary We all love our monthly care packages Smoking along with you four on Saturdays is great But I think it's time to go for the extra point A lot of sports yeah. talk here Yes, yes Jargon In the spirit of friendly competition, how about a monthly clubhouse dedicated to the discussion and election of the best cigar brawler from the last month's pack? Hear me out. Each month, the elected best brawler will be slated for a playoff in January and a final showdown in February where the final two square off to determine a super brawl champion. Each month, we vote for the sexiest, smokiest, tastiest, and best brawler during the clubhouse smoke
2: sessions, where... So help me with brawler. Does that mean something? No. Okay. It's just what he's calling it. All right. I thought I was missing something. Go ahead.
3: Participants are encouraged to smoke along with their favorites from the prior month's pack. Cigar makers and reps could also be encouraged to join in on the discussion and even smoke and vote along with us. In January, Two Guys offers a Super Brawl Pack that includes 10 playoff cigars chosen March through December for those interested in smoking along during the playoffs and super brawl clubhouse meetups. Seems like a win-win opportunity to me. More cigars and or care, care package subscriptions are sold. A regular clubhouse topic is established. We fanboys are satisfied with the meetups and opportunity to elect a super brawl champion. And in some annual friendly competition is encouraged between all of the great cigar makers that two guys sells falls out Ball's out.
2: I, Very I stopped listening. <laughs> I was a little lost because of all that sports things that I don't follow. Barry's probably going to like this. Yeah. But, but he'd have to do all the work, so would it happen? I don't know. So Barry's listening. It's, it's Wednesday. He's driving to work. He's hearing this now for the first time. Right. And uh, maybe he's interested. Bet you 20 bucks he doesn't listen. Yeah. Barry, you have to call um, Jonathan right now and say, give Dave 20 bucks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to have to go for number two. Three went on too long for me.
2: I'll go. That's Christopher number two. Um, what did Christopher say again? Uh, different sizes. Do a show? That- yes, I and which, which I am going to do. Yeah, uh, different sizes. I mean, so, I
4: like Jonathan as a piece of shit one as well, but yeah, I liked it too.
2: If yeah. he put the other guy on, he might have won. I think so. So, but different sizes. Bro- Christopher, I'm going to pick him too. So we we have outbeat you on the uh- yeah. And
4: Brock Blade says Barry is not doing that much work. No,
2: no. Yeah. He, he's he's into those kind of things though it sounds yeah. a little like um it's essentially a, yeah me. it's
3: essentially a bracket type scenario where you start off with your 10 cigars and you kind of work
2: your way through yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna put that onto barry save it for him or email it to him hmm. and saved. uh that would be his his job to do if he wants to do it all right sure. uh, so i would say it hasn't No chance in hell. (laughs) Is is that available? No chance in hell. Uh, We'll see where where that goes. Um, So, that being said, I'm looking at the clock. I think we can squeeze it in. You want to grab one of our... uh, Oh, Glenn. You want to jump in and uh, do the
4: classic three-way? Although, in the meantime, I've got a question for you and Jonathan.
2: Uh Yeah? Who will be born tomorrow? Yes, I know the answer to this. Who will be born tomorrow is the question. Do you have a grandkid coming in? No, no. And everybody should know this. Somebody is going to be born tomorrow. And we've known this for a good 40 years. Yes. At least 40 years. Maybe 50 years. Second coming of
4: Jesus? Oh, even bigger than that. This is
2: big. Somebody is going to be born tomorrow.
4: You know who will be born tomorrow, Mr. J?
2: Elon Musk's
4: kid. George Jetson. Yes. Date of birth, July 31st, 2022.
2: Meet George Jetson, his boy, wow. Elroy, daughter Judy. Jane, his wife. Jane, his wife. Jane Jane, his wife. She takes know, the family. wallet, right? Yes. He offers her. Yes. You know? Do you know who the Jetsons are? Yes, I know who the Jetsons are. So during that show, he, his date of birth was tomorrow. Is yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, it's terrific. Birthday. George Jetson. I got to put something Let's on social see. media tomorrow. Uh, happy that. birthday! Happy I didn't give a shit before I knew that
3: fact, and I don't give a shit now that I know the fact.
4: This is why people think you're a piece
2: of shit. We That's share it.
4: very interesting yes. things, and
2: it's we're killing time while Glenn gets here and puts his headphones on yeah. and, and stuff. You got shit on it, so there was something was said instead of dead air.
3: You mean the, like the dead air when you didn't have your cigar lit by the time I was done pitching the lighter? And...
2: No, not like that at all. Okay. Do you know why people don't like Mr. Jonathan? Well, I'm
0: starting to think he's a piece of shit. Yeah, we go.
2: So there's one point right off the bat for Glenn. Um, all right, it's time for the classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars.
1: It's time for this day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in america priced as low as $2.99 for the corona and still under four bucks for the 6x60 classic cigar has something for everyone the classic connecticut is light and smooth the classic maduro is bold but never overpowering classic cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness, and the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20, and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. America. Classic cigars
2: i got to laugh. People are already putting dates on. I took, <laughs> yeah. just took a peek. peek I haven't even said anything at all. Uh, Ed Sullivan, you're our champion, and today yeah. is July 30th. I have four questions and four tiebreakers, if needed. We're going to start with you. Born today, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Born today, bodybuilder, governor of California. He was born today in Australia. Austria? Huh. Austria. 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 I confused those two places because they, uh-huh. they look alike to me.
4: 1945.
2: 1945, he says.
4: <laughs> I just took that answer <laughs> from the chat room before the question. What came What do you up. got,
2: Glenn? I got 47. You got 47? I think it's 49. 49. Ooh. Somebody has two points. Glenn has two points. He says 47. Really? And it's 47. I saw 45 on there. It was written, and you went with it. Well, I
4: just, it seemed like it was in the right range. It so is.
2: So Glenn gets. Two points Whew. on a four-question. It's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, of course. And, and it's on Glenn right now. Oh. Glenn, born today is Lisa Kudrow. Oh, mm. Lisa From Kudrow. Friends. best known for her portrayal as Phoebe on the sitcom Friends, which made her a household name and became one of the most popular television programs of all time. Phoebe, or Lisa Kudrow, born today, what year? Uh, 63. 63, he says. 65. 65? 67. 67. Somebody has two points. Glenn, you've got to be kidding Come me. Come on. Do you think he's 63. Uh, he didn't know he was coming on. He had no idea. We didn't give him any advance
3: notice. Ooh. Nothing. Wow. Ooh. He had a look of horror. I don't believe it. it four four on points. His face. You
2: could just walk away now I- if you wanted to, but there's two questions left. Somebody could hypothetically not get happening. two points exact and tie you but uh, I don't see it happening. I'm going to no, go over no. to Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, Frank Sinatra's album, Strangers in the Night. Written hit, by Avo Uvesian. Which we smoked in the first first hour. Coincidence? I think not. Hit number one in the U.S. charts today. Grammy price. for the record of the year. Best male vocal performance. Written by Avo Uvesian. Number one on the charts today. What year was that?
4: 1960.
2: 1960, he says. It was 1964. 64. I got to go 59. 59. 59. 64. 64, we'll take it It to 66. But 64, I thought it's 60, 64. I thought you were going to go 66 and then just blow our minds.
4: But at least I'm not shut out like a loser.
2: So far, so far, it is not. One question (laughs) left. Uh, Over to you, Ed Sullivan, and uh, Mr. Jonathan, you need a point, or else... I will be
3: referred to as piece-of-shit loser
2: (laughs) (laughs) from now on. In God We Trust becomes the national motto today. In God We Trust becomes the national motto, the nation's motto, official motto, today. What year? Oh.
4: 1857?
2: Uh, 1857, he says, Glenn. 1857. 1860.
3: 1860.
2: 16? 1778. 1778. Believe it or not, Glenn is going to get it at 1860. It's, wow. it's 1956. It's a really? long way off. Wow. But almo- almost a hu- 104 years later, but he still got <laughs> it. See, Dave,
4: I was thinking back to even those old... Dollar coin said, in God we trust. That's but right. But it probably wasn't official, official. Why, Correct.
2: why do you have to bring <laughs> up coins with him? You know what happens. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> so five to one to zero, Mr. Jonathan. Nothing. Uh, Glenn. Glenn. If I was going to lose to anybody, Glenn it's going to be my champion, favorite Sparky. But the whole right. gang will be back next week. So, Ed, you're going to take it from there. Uh, uh, Paul Anker's birthday today? Paul Anker, do you know who he is? Yeah, he's
3: the knockoff of Frank Sinatra.
2: Knockoff. He must have been. He's old. 1939? 41. She's a lady was his big hit. Uh, Professional wrestling premieres on TV. 1968. 48. 48? What? Uh, Uh, Who had a TV? Whoever did, it was on there. (laughs) Uh, They had the
3: TVs that also had the... uh, Vitry, the Vitola oh, yeah. or whatever <laughs> on the top, and the speakers built in.
4: Right, giant the, box with a tiny little screen.
2: You had kids so that you had channel changers. <laughs> Here's an interesting one. Future TV personality on keeping up with the Kardashians and transgender figure, Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, sets a world record in the decathlon, gets the gold at the Montreal Olympics. 80. 80. Was it 80 or 76? 76. Damn it. You can't catch a break. The Hollywood sign gets erected. It says Hollywood Land. <laughs> he said erected. He did. <laughs> wow.
3: quite
4: the erection. <laughs> there
2: we go. 1934.
3: I'm going to say 41. 23.
4: Damn
2: uh, 23. Uh, So, Glenn, thanks for jumping in. Yeah, of course. T- taking it. care of it and kicking ass. And, uh, uh, Glenn's the
3: guy that I reach out to via text when uh, <laughs> I have uh, questions about electricity. Yes, because he's an electrician. He Go starts ahead. most responses with, please tell me you turned off the breaker this time.
4: Ah, it's true. Do everyone a favor and give him
2: the wrong guidance in the future. <laughs> wow. Give him a little shock. <laughs> Wake him up. Test all those right, with your right. tongue. <laughs> or, else, or else he's going to be pouring stuff on his testicles and it's a whole different <laughs> thing. So, yeah. you know. uh, Lagiana, Maduro, Torpedo. Glenn, what did you think of it? I love this cigar. You do? Normally? Or
0: uh, no, I, 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 this is probably the first one. Okay. What do you think it tastes like? I think it's like? excellent. <laughs> a little bit like raisin toast.
2: <laughs> I
0: think I have to say that. But, I think you do.
2: But you typically like a stronger cigar.
0: Yes, but, but this but has a okay. lot of flavor. A lot
2: of flavor. A lot of flavor, not a lot of strength. Uh, Churchill. People
4: don't smoke enough Churchills anymore. Mm-hmm. That's
2: right. That's right. So that is it for the show. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Next week with smoking cigars backwards and frontwards. Try this at home. If you're part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, you have two of the exact same cigars. We're gonna do it and see what happens. Have no idea. Uh, is this will this become a thing? Smoking torpedoes backwards? Are we starting a trend? No. No? We'll see. Um Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And
3: it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.